Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the Leader Huddle Podcast. Uh, this is Gabe, your host, and I am super excited about this episode today. Uh, we're going to be talking about servant leadership, and uh, I have a very good friend, a uh, longtime friend of 12 years on the show with me today. Uh, that's Mr. Steve Cerna. Steve, welcome to the show. And uh, hey, thanks, thanks for inviting me. Appreciate it. Excited yeah, to man. be here with you. Thank you. Uh, Steve, just to give you a little background for those who are uh, watching or listening and never met Steve, Steve is a uh, an entrepreneur based in uh, the Coachella Valley. He's the owner and founder of Cernan Associates. It's a uh, security and investigations company. I actually, uh, that's the way I met Steve when I was 18 years old. I uh, was looking for work, went and got my uh, guard card, and somebody said, hey, have you ever heard of Cerna? And I said, nope, never heard of him. Like, dude, go talk to this guy. And uh, I remember when I <laughs> when I walked into your office and um, you know gave him my my resume and and you know he's like, hey, you want to work? I'm like, yeah. Can you come tomorrow? I said, yeah, I'll be here. Here's a shirt. Here's a uniform, and and the rest right. is history, man. Exactly. And so uh, it's it's been such a a privilege, Steve, to to get to know you through the years that. Uh, we worked together, and then even after you know uh, I moved on, uh, I've I've watched your company just grow and boom. Uh, you're very well known, very respected, and uh, even your wife Jessica, uh, she I believe she's an entrepreneur as well. And you guys are doing really well for yourself. So why don't you uh, just share with us a little bit about your background and uh, what's what's going on in your life? Yeah. So. Um... I started Cerna and Associates back in 2008 and uh, felt that it was time for me to grow uh, myself, uh, not only personally, but as a business owner. I always wanted to be a business owner for myself that runs in my family. My father owns his own business. My grandparents own their own business back in South Texas. That's where I'm from, Corpus Christi, Texas. And uh, eventually ended up here in California. And uh, so now throughout the years when I graduated from high school, you know, I, I struggled and just like probably everyone else yeah, and um, put myself to school and I had to find my niche. You know, I didn't know what my niche was, man. You know, I was like, should I be a, you know, do I want to be a police officer? Do I want to be a you know, graphic artist? You know, sometimes God blesses you with so many talents. Right. Mm -hmm. And you don't know exactly where to put that in energy at. Yeah. And um, it took me, uh, I'd say probably about 10, 15 years to figure out really what I was supposed to do. And so, well, that time came in 2008 and I was actually in law enforcement at that time as well. And, <clears throat> but the, you know, law enforcement, uh, it was a great, it was a calling for me. It was something I really wanted to do all my life since I was a little boy. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, eventually I got out of law enforcement and uh, at that same time I was starting my own business and, and uh, here I am, you know, in 2021, my wife and I, you know, we, we run the business and, you know, uh, we've grown in leaps and bounds and, and uh, very excited about where we're at right now. That's awesome. Yeah. And uh, I'll tell you, man, I've, I, from the day that I met you, uh, there's if there's one attribute that I think really defines uh, what I know of you, your character, man, is you are a workhorse. You just are a go getter, 
And um, I think uh, I remember when when the first time I I uh, went to a working event with you, I showed up uh, to the office. Uh, we were going to drive down there and, and some of your, your units. And I think I was there like 30 minutes early, maybe, I don't know. I don't remember the exact time, but I was always raised, you know, show up. If you can't be on time, be early, you know, work hard. And man, I was ready to go. And uh, I remember, uh, you know, you saying something along the lines of like, man, first day on the job and you're here 30 minutes early. And um, I think we just had uh, kindred spirits, you know, and um, we really connected. And even though I was, you know, not a lot younger than you, but a little bit younger than you, um, you know, you you right away um, just I could see from your work ethic, you know, that, hey, man, this guy. Yeah, he's the owner of the company. Yeah, he's the boss. Uh, but, man, you were out there on the front lines getting it with us. And uh, it just really spoke to me uh, about your your leadership uh and your, you know, the, the character that you have, a uh, man of integrity, a man of leadership, a hard worker. And to this day, Steve, and, and uh, I know I'm, I'm buttering you up right now, but man, to this day, uh, I really, truly can honestly say I admire you uh, for going out there and accomplishing, you know, your dreams, your, your visions, uh, your, your goal to be an entrepreneur, a successful entrepreneur. And uh, I've been there in times with you when I know, you know, it's not always been easy. And I, I, I know there's some uh, struggles along the way, and, and we'll talk about that in a little bit. But, mm-hmm. uh, you know, when I when I think of Steve, man, I, when I think of you and, and your wife, uh, Jessica, and just your your business and, and your character and your testimony, uh, I think of, of somebody who doesn't quit, who doesn't give up, and who's a hard worker. And uh, most importantly, I, th- I think uh, your life has been defined by service, by being a servant, by existing and living for others and so uh i really i really admire you man i really look up to you and and uh, i'm very inspired by what you're doing well thank you sir i appreciate those words i mean it really means a lot to me because you know sometimes you know god put put certain people in your life mm-hmm. right for a reason whether you're, you're they're there to to help them take extra or take a step to a, a different level mm-hmm. right or with whether they're there to help you yeah right now that's how i saw gabe you gabe when when you came in uh to you know my business at that time mm-hmm. i saw a lot of potential in you right i knew you were just going to be there for a short time because you had bigger things to, to accomplish in your life and so when i say that when i have people walking into my office to this day, right? I asked them, so you want to get licensed to become a security officer, right? I said, yeah. yeah. Why? Why do you want to do that for? Well, because I want to be a police officer. I want to go into the border patrol or I want to be, you know, whatever that their goal yeah. is. I said, wonderful. Then you're at the right place because, you know, myself, I'm a former Leo. I have another gentleman here who's a former Leo. I said, yeah, we, we can show you how to do that. Mm-hmm. You know, because when I when I got into law enforcement, I didn't know what I, I didn't know how to do it. Yeah. No one showed me how. I didn't have any family members who were former law enforcement officers, so I had no direction, right? Yeah. So I kind of put myself in their shoes, and I and, I, and I'm here to give them direction, whether it's going into law enforcement or they're going to become a lawyer or or whatever it is, right? Mm-hmm. I had this one guy who came in here last week, and and he was 19 years old, 
and I and I was in my office where I'm at right now, and I had my door open, so I can hear people coming in and out of the office. I have a reception, yeah. a couple of receptions in the front. Yeah. And I heard this young man say, you know, listen, um, um, I want to get my my guard card, but I, I got a felony on me on back on my background. And so I heard my receptionist say, hey, listen, you know, there's nothing we can do. But I felt compelled, like someone's getting my shirt, go over there yeah. and talk to him, right? <laughs> so yeah. I went and talked to this guy and says, hey, so what happened? What, what's the Frank for? Felony, Frank, right? Yeah. And he's, he's like, well, yeah, I was dating this girl and, and, you know, we picked up some people by the border and when we crossed the checkpoint, these people were illegal. And so I got, I got charged and for, you know, bringing people over illegally. And um, <clears throat> I says, listen, buddy, I says, I'm sorry to hear that. I really am. Um, but unfortunately, I, I can't help you with the license. I says, but you know what? Call, call the bureau. Maybe they can help you. Yeah. So I started talking to the guy, getting the feel of, of this guy. You know what? This, this, this young man was lost. He really was lost. Right. And, and, and I told him, I said, listen, man, just because you got the Frank on your, the felony on your record doesn't mean that your life is over. Yeah, I said, so find true. something, find something, you know, learn from your mistakes, but find something that you're good at. Mm. Right. I said, what are you good at? Are you good at cooking? Are you good at, you know, drawing? What are you good at? Yeah. I said, well, I'm really good at cooking. And I said, well, then there you have it. Use that talent you have of cooking and perhaps start your own restaurant business, mm -hmm. right? Go, go to school, take some classes, right? And so he's like, his eyes were getting watery, right? And he said, he, he, thank you, because thank you for being, you know, friendly to me. Thank you for, for giving me advice, because everyone I talk to, they just turn away or they say, you know what, you're screwed or whatever. Yeah. So sometimes... God uses people to, to help other people along the way. And this is what this is what I did from day one. This business was about not making money. Of course, money is the byproduct of what you're doing. Right. And money is the fuel that you need to move on. However, I started this business because I wanted to help people. Right. Mm -hmm. You wanted to help people. I wanted to help people get a job. I wanted to help people feed their families. Now, look, yeah. I was going through some tough times in the beginning. Yeah. I was not getting paid by some of my clients. I was, you know, man, it was, it was a tough period of my life, but I never thought about quitting. I thought about continuing because I was getting a lot of bad publicity. People, Steve, this, Steve, that, oh, Cerna, they don't pay their guards on that. You know, it was just, and it was a real bad time in my life. It yeah. was, um, you know, I couldn't pay the bills, this and that, but I kept on going. I kept on taking steps because I knew that if I just stuck it out, I would, it would fall, everything would fall into place. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. So anyways, I'm sorry if I'm. No, no, that's, that's here. awesome. I thank you for sharing that because, um, and, and, and I, I know that about you, Steve, you know, when I, when I walked into your office at 18 years old, um, I was, if you recall, I was uh, like every other 18 year old didn't know what I was doing with my life. And, uh, you know, I had um, certain ambitions, you know, I thought about, you know, wanted to be in law enforcement, uh, thought about joining the military, thought about mm. doing, all, you know, that's what 18 year old young men, especially if you're raised in a military home, you know, sure. And uh, I remember, I sh you know, sharing that with you. And, uh, 
and you know that you were super encouraging man you were you were speaking just like you did with that young man you know a few days ago uh you know you were speaking life into that and yeah i can help you get there but i remember you said something i don't know if you'll remember this and uh you said but you know what gabe if if uh, if you want to do this you can do it i'll help you get there matter of fact you wrote me some letters of recommendation after a while of me working with you uh, but at the end of the day, you said, but if you want to do something else, that's okay, too. You can do whatever you want to be. And, um, you know, just having someone say that to to me as a young man, as an 18-year-old kid, you know, hey, man, basically, whatever you put your mind to, whatever you want to do, you can do. And uh, I'll be in your corner. You know, I I, I mean, I, I don't want to put you, you know, on the spot or, or cause other people to hear this and call you up. But I mean, so many opportunities, Steve, that you, you opened for me. And I even remember one time you're like, Hey man, we, we work a super late shift. And uh, you're like, just cut, you can come crash on my couch if you want, you know? Uh, and you're like, I got room, you know? And, and um, I just really, uh, you know, have seen through your, your life. And this is, this is why I said, man, when I was thinking about, okay, servant leadership, who should I talk to? I just kept coming back to you because uh, yes, you have a business to run. Yes, as you know, you said the bottom line, the money uh, is is a byproduct of business, and and you're a successful entrepreneur. You're a boss. You know, you deal with all that. But I know about you that at the end of the day, man, your your underlying uh, your underlying heart, your character is to help people, to be a servant leader, and um, you know, to this day. You know, and and I'm I'm saying this on my podcast. You know, I wish I could say me and Steve, you know, get together every six months, and maybe we should at some point. Uh, but I, I'll say this, man. You you have made in those you know four years, three or four years that I was working with you, off and on. Uh, you've made such an impact in my in my life that to this day, even my wife who doesn't even know you personally, but she knows who Steve is. She knows who you know Cerna is. And, um, and we're just grateful for, for your leadership. So um, I'm, I'm inspired by that to see that you're still doing that, that you're still giving people a chance. You're still, you know, reaching out to them and, and encouraging them. And, and I think that's who you are and that's why you're here on the show. So um, as go ahead. No, thank you. I thank you for those encouraging words. I really do because um, you know, I, I, I love, I enjoy helping people who are in need. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it, it's, it's something that's inside you that you do, that I do naturally to help others in need. Um, whether it's talking to someone like the young man I, I told you about, um, or helping that person on the street corner is asking for a buck or two, you know what I mean? Yeah. Sometimes, you know, it's, it's like, and a lot of people are like, why do you give your money away to those people? They, they can go get a job. This is not says, look, man, it's not my decision as to what they do with that money, right? Sometimes right. you're called to give that money to that individual. Now it's up to them what they're going to do with it. Yeah. But if I feel in my heart, if I'm compelled to give something to somebody, uh, then it's their business what they're going to do with it. Now, I don't look. People are on the streets because a lot of them are, are mentally ill. Mm-hmm. right that's the majority of them because in this business what we do a lot of the folks that we deal with are transients you know on mm-hmm. a daily basis and most of them are mentally ill they can't take care of themselves mm-hmm. the system you know has failed in my opinion to help these folks 
you know so where are they at they're living in the streets family members have turned their way their head uh, yeah. away from them now they're on the streets trying to survive now you know if i see someone out in the streets i'll reach in my pocket here you go like like my wife and i we go to new york city uh we haven't gone for the past year because of the pandemic but mm -hmm. we go about two or three times a year right and i always give like maybe a hundred dollars worth of of money in my pocket like fives tens ones or whatever and yeah. whenever i'm in the street i'm giving out money to people left and right that's awesome and my, my my wife's in my like why are you doing this hey listen don't worry about the money it always comes back mm -hmm. it always comes back so anyone mm -hmm. out there listening to this podcast man don't worry about it look it'll always come back sometimes you know twofold sevenfold whatever but it comes yeah. back yeah so um anyways when you talk about money yeah money is it really is something that that we all need to survive, whether you're rich or you're poor, right? Mm -hmm. But when when you're in business for yourself, yeah, it's it's a lifeline because once that money uh, is not there, then you're going to have some issues. Yeah, you, you become everyone else's. You become public enemy number one. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Where's my money? I want to get paid. Where's my that safe, sir? I'm going to go and yell for. I'm going to go and talk back. That, that, that. But when you have the money, man, oh, you're the best. You're the best man, guy in the world, huh? <laughs> hey, man, you're the best thing next to ice cream or, you know, whatever. So, yeah, you know, look, yeah, you have to be able to manage your money. Yeah. Right. Learn how to manage that money. And that's where my wife comes in. Because before my wife came in the picture, I'll tell you what, I was a mess. Honestly, a financial mess. So if I got a pretty big check from the client or whatever, whatever, I'm like, well, I better go buy a patrol car. Or I better buy this, or I better buy mm -hmm. that equipment or this equipment. And my wife's now, and then I'm like, look, I don't have enough money. I got to mm -hmm. get. It. And now my wife's like, no, nah, hold on there, man, hold on there, uh, Steve. We, we need to put that money away. And because of her, things are 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 really good for us. That's right wonderful, now. man. So, yeah, God, God, God sends us our wives to to help us. Because I was a, I was a, a topic of money, and I was the same way until I met my wife and. I was the kind of guy that was like, uh, that bill's not due till this time. So why are you paying it now? You know, she's like, because uh -huh. it's going to come due anyway. <laughs> right. But, exactly. uh, you know, yeah, she's been helping me help, uh, very helpful to me in that area. But I'll say this to all the podcast listeners or viewers, if you're watching on YouTube, um, what Steve is saying is not just, uh, you know, something that he's saying to say on the podcast. I've actually witnessed this. I was thinking about right now as you're sharing that, um, I remember one time we were we were rolling out to a, a job and we stopped at the gas station to gas up uh, one of the units and there was a guy uh, like a transient you know walking around and and I remember that you pulled out money out of your pocket you're like hey brother go get some food you know and mm -hmm. uh, as you're saying that I, I remembered that I'm like man this is this is this is the real deal and so uh, let I think that transitions us and you've already kind of started talking about it but um, as we're talking about servant leadership today. I would like to try to define it as best as possible or as, as we interpret it or what you interpret. And so I want to ask you based on um, just who you are, because you said this comes naturally from you. This is something that you want to do. It's in your heart. Uh, if you could just define servant leadership, um, what, what is servant leadership? Okay. So you are a leader, whether it's a leader of your, you know, of your own family, like your, your, your son and your daughter, right. Or head of your household, or it can be 
a leader in reference to maybe owning a business and having employees under you. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're a leader in that, in that sense. When you say servant, in, in my thoughts, is you're serving something greater than yourself, right? Yes. Like, like God, okay? You're continuing to serve him through ideas that he puts in your head, mm-hmm. right? On the other hand, you're over there being a leader, showing folks the way. Mm-hmm. So whatever you are trying to accomplish, whether it's, you know, providing a, a service for a client yeah. by training your employees um, or, 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 or teaching your kids how to do the right thing, right? Absolutely. So that's in itself, you're being a leader, an example. Mm-hmm. You're an example. You're trying to be an example of, 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 of who you're trying to to teach in a sense mm-hmm. at the same time now I, I i get what you're saying i i you know to this day right i i want to be a servant i want to i want to i want to be humble be made yeah. humble yeah okay because yeah we've we've grown this company has grown from making i don't know maybe 10 12 000 a month to 150 000 a month mm-hmm. so now you see when i've grown from that period back then man i remember that it was tough times to where we're at now you know i still remain the same mentally i don't Mm -hmm. i I don't let it get to me you know what i mean that's good yeah so i'm not saying i'm swinging in money game don't think that because you know we we pay a lot of taxes and we pay payroll taxes workman comp general liability you know do the whole nine yards but i don't let it i don't let it change who i am i remain humble that's I good. don't forget where I've come from. Mm-hmm. So through through all that, I remain uh, humble and I continue to serve. Mm-hmm. I don't think that I'm better than anybody. Okay. Yeah. And I'm a I'm a small business. Yeah. I'm not I'm not a big huge business, but but um, I re- I remain to be humble, and I remain I remain to serve. I read my Bible. I have a mm-hmm. Bible at home. Mm-hmm. Okay. I also read other helpful material yeah okay so anyways that's my definition yeah i i think that's great um you know one of the things that i think a lot of people um i've i've witnessed in in the corporate world and and um even in in the arena of of your your work uh not from cerna specifically the company but other companies that i encountered when we were out Mm -hmm. there and i'm not gonna you know trash anybody but i will say that uh i think a lot of people desire uh leadership positions leadership roles i mean i'll, I'll be honest and say <laughs> say this publicly uh maybe i shouldn't but you know even when i was working for you you know, you know i was a little younger a little less mature and uh, i remember one day <laughs> you know you were still kind of structuring your company a certain way and i mean you you were using me and everything and I've, i was like oh this is cool man and so I went on Amazon and I bought myself some Captain parts, <laughs> you know, and I showed up and I'm like, Hey, Steve, can I wear these? And at the time we were just like, sure. <laughs> Whatever. Why not? Sure. Go ahead. Yeah. You yeah. know, and uh, I'm laughing about this now because I'm like, that's so stupid. 
I'm like, man, I'm walking around. I'm like 21 walking around with captain bars. You know, I didn't understand anything about rank. Or, and, it, and, and I know since then, you you know, you've really structured your company. But at the time, we were just like, okay, this guy wants to wear bars on his, uh, you know, on his collar or whatever. It's fine. But sure. uh, my point is, you know, okay, and I'm using myself as an example. I'm sharing, you know, that, you know, a lot of young guys, a lot of people, they want to be a leader. They want that leadership. They want that position. They want that authority. Um, and seldom or rare are, are understand the humility um, that really defines a great leader, you know, understands that, like you said, that staying humble. And um, in my book, you know, one of the reasons why I admire you and respect you the way you do is because I, I, I see that. I see that you know, yes, you're, and, and I'm, I'm so happy for you and Jess and, and your company, you guys have expanded to multiple States. I mean, you guys are doing awesome things. Um, and I see the blessings. I really do. I can see the blessings in your life. I see how God has blessed your family, uh, you know, specifically your business. I mean, just, and, and it just brings me so much joy. It's like, man, this is awesome. This is amazing. I am so, uh, even though I'm not, you know, part of your company, I'm just so proud and so happy uh, to see how God has blessed you. But, but what I, I believe, you know, and I'm, I'm a man of, of faith, and I know you are too, the reason, one of the reasons, besides the fact you get out there and you work hard, you bust your butt, that God has blessed you the way he has is because of your, 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 your humility. And, uh, you know, that's, that's, again, one of the things I admired about you. So I think that's awesome. Um, right. So as we're talking about servant leadership, I guess one question I want to ask you, and you've already kind of alluded to it, but maybe uh, specifically talking about, you know, what it means to be a servant leader. What are some of the challenges that you've faced um, in trying to help other people and trying to, you know, successfully run a business and, and still be a servant or successfully be a father and a husband? What are some of the challenges that come with this calling to, to be a servant? Well, the, the challenges that I faced, especially in the beginning, were uh, where people wouldn't believe in you, where you were going, mm. right? So I had a vision. I still have the vision of where I want to go, what I want to do with my life, and to have your loved ones not believe in you, right? Mm -hmm. Oh, you want to do this and you want to do that you want that's just not going to happen or yeah. you know especially hearing it from the ones that really mean something to you in your life mm -hmm. and i didn't have very many of those folks in my life who would believe in me or who i, who I can confide to right mm -hmm. so i had to learn how to motivate myself every day to get up every day and there's days where i did not want to get up because i was failing big time Mm -hmm. failure after failure after failure everything i touched just seemed to 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 fail I, I would fail at it but i still had this inner drive in me to continue to try every day to get where i wanted to go because you have to believe in yourself yeah you have to have faith faith in in in, in yourself and in something that you cannot see right yeah, yeah. and so when I was going, when I was growing uh, back then, that was really tough for me. That was really tough. 
but I knew that if I didn't give up, mm-hmm. if I, I knew if I just take one more step, that I would get closer to the goal that I needed to get to. And believe me, if anyone's out there listening to this, right, and, and you're out there trying to start a business, I'm going to tell you right now, you're going to fail and you're going to hit the, you're going to hit the floor hard and you're going to, you're, yeah, you know what I mean? And you're just going to have to get up, yeah, dust off your knees and your hands and, and take that step forward. So, yes, and remain humble too at the same time, mm-hmm. you know, and have faith, believe, believe in yourself. Believe in where you want to go. And all the people who are talking negative in your life, get them out of your life. Cut them. Yeah. Cut, cut it them out. away. Cut them out. Your friends, yeah. your, your your brothers, your whoever it is. Cut yeah. them. That is so true. And, um, you know, I think one thing that that I would recommend to, to anyone, I, I don't want to say young, just young people, but anyone who has that dream and that vision is, um, you know, find a mentor, find uh, somebody, especially if, and unfortunately, that's, that's often the case, um, where some of the people that are closest to us, our family, they just, you know, they, <laughs> let, let me put, get, uh, put a little biblical perspective on this, and I don't, I don't know the exact verse or whatever, but um, there's a scripture in the Bible that talks about Jesus, and how the Bible says that he couldn't be a a prophet in his own country, you know, he, they, cause they just saw little, little Jesus that used to run around in the streets and, you know, they right, knew him from right. a little kid and, oh, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, Jesus was, you know, going around. If you, you know, read the Bible, you believe the Bible. I mean, he was performing miracles and doing all kinds of stuff. And he'd go back to, to his hometown and couldn't do nothing. He wasn't effective because they didn't believe in him, you know, or they just saw him, they didn't see him for what he could become or who he was or his vision. They just saw the little kid in the street and, and, you know, maybe not to that extreme, but I do think that that is very true of sometimes, you know, we, we want those people in our lives to really just root for us. And they just see little, little Gabe, you know, you know, Mijo and, and uh, they don't, they don't see what you can become. And so I, I've learned, and I do have, you know, I, I want to say this in case they're listening. Yes, my family has been supportive of me always, but for everybody, that's not always the case. And but one thing, regardless of if you have a supportive family or not, you know, is get a mentor or or surround yourself with like-minded people that will speak that life and speak that vision into you. And um, you know, and then that, at least in my opinion, that has helped me having those voices has helped me do like you said, Steve, and get up in the morning and say, okay, I got this. Because the reality is, I don't care who you are, where you come from, what your goals are, what your vision are. Like you said, we're all going to fail. We're all going to eat it hard, man. And, um, you know, I, I did a podcast a while back. And I also wrote about this in my book about failure. And uh, one of the examples I love in history is Thomas Edison, you know, um, he didn't actually invent the light bulb like we know, even though he's accredited for that, but he did find a way to conduct electricity for a long period of time. And uh, it's reported that he failed uh, to finally get the right formula more than 2000 times. And somebody asked him, a reporter um, said, so after his like a thousandth attempt, how does it feel to fail more than a thousand times? And he said, I have never failed. He said, I just keep learning what not to do. 
you know, and, uh, and maybe I butchered that quote, but my point is, is that all of us are going to fail. It's what we do with it. And it's how we respond to it. And um, here's the crazy part. When you fail, in my opinion, how people are going to respond to that has a lot to do with the voices that are influencing you. You know, I know people who have such great potential, Steve, I'm sure you've met people, man, who, you know, they, they could go so far if somebody would just, uh, they would surround themselves with the right people, you know, if they would get in the right, right. company. And so, right. um, yeah, I think that's important. And so I want to, I want to wrap this up here by asking you one last question mm -hmm. and, um, you know, share with us whatever you're willing to, but if, if you could pinpoint the biggest lesson that you have learned in the years of, you know, growing in your leadership and growing your business, uh, what is the biggest lesson you have learned about being a servant leader? Uh, that would be to remain humble, no matter how big you get, how successful mm -hmm. you get, and to never forget where you came from. Those two, really. Yeah. I, mean, I, I th th that's uh, probably two of the biggest uh, lessons I've learned. Um, but another thing, too, really, Gabe, is to be patient. Mm, that's because good. do not compare someone else's successes with yours mm -hmm. and it's easy to see what everyone else is doing because of facebook or social media or whatever right yeah you see your you see these guys over here you know buying a big house and fancy car and and uh or you see someone with a successful business over there or do, like they're flying to london or france or <laughs> new york or whatever right yeah and you're and you're like man oh man i wish i had that and then yeah. you know <laughs> look man look do not compare your life with someone else's life because so believe true. me believe me bro you know a couple of weeks weekends ago i'm with my family we're in coronado we're staying at a fancy hotel spent mm -hmm. <laughs> spent a grip of money on this room for the weekend but you know what it was worth it kids yeah. had a great time yeah the following week and we stayed home right yeah and there i am on social media oh this guy look they're in cancun oh, this guy's <laughs> over, you know what i mean, <laughs> you know what I mean? it's like i want to be there and i'm like wait wait hold on hold on rewind rewind yeah look it's their time right that's right it's their time to enjoy their life that's good you know what I mean? So don't be like that, man. Don't look, if you want something, you guys, it's out there. You just got to go get it, man. That's right. Just go get it, but you got to pay the price. Mm. And that is working for it. Yeah. And that was like five lessons right there. I just learned on <laughs> you, brother. Yeah. But that's, you. that's awesome, man. And, and I can totally relate to that because even in my own, you know, journey, um, which by the way, I'm still on, you know, but um, you know, I remember at the, when I first met you at the time of my life, you know, I thought I knew what I wanted to do and, um, you know, and man, what boy was I impatient. I mean, like, you know, I, I work for a company, uh, in, in a completely different field, but I, I walked into a, uh, a company as a financial analyst and I met the senior executive of the region. And he came in, you know, he was, and you know, me, I'm, you know, charismatic, but also very, you know, when it comes to business meeting and stuff, I'm very professional. And I had a suit tie and, and uh, he goes, man, he goes, uh, he goes, I want to ask you a question. He goes, where do you want to be in three years? Now he's like, 
this guy's like 20 years into his career you know he's a senior guy i'm all in your chair <laughs> <laughs> and he laughed you know he's like all right you're ambitious you know and uh, but i just you know you know looking back at that obviously i I was not going to be in his chair in three years, but, you know, dealing with uh, how to balance, you know, ambitions. Cause you said, if you want something, go out there and get it, it's out there, but you're going to have to pay the price. You're going to have to go through that process. And um, you know, the key to, to getting there, uh, like you said, is, is staying humble along the way and just remembering. And, and uh, you know, this episode is a little bit nostalgic for me because I, I feel like I'm, I'm, reaching back, you know, 12 years ago and um, just remembering, you know, what the impact that you had in my life and the things that I wanted then and where I'm at now. And, and um, I don't see uh, the fact that I'm not a, you know, a law enforcement officer, or the fact that I didn't launch my own security company. Uh, I don't see those things as failures uh, in my life, even though at a time I did, you know, um, but I see that, hey, man, at least for me, uh, in my life, God was leading me in a different direction. And um, what what I got from our time together, working together and just our relationship and uh, other seasons of my life that the Lord has brought me through is, is uh, even though I'm not, you know, going in that career direction, uh, where, where my life has been leading me, where God's been leading me, uh, every single one of these experiences along the way you know, working for you at 18 years old, you know, through my early 20s, working for a couple other people, you know, having the experiences that I did, the conversations that we had, observing and learning, uh, it's actually prepared me and helped me in my life to, to be the leader that I am today. Now, I got a lot of areas to work on. I got a lot of growth to do still. I still have dreams and, you know, goals to accomplish. Um, but I, I don't forsake those times. And I think that's important, like what you said is, you know, remembering where you've come from, you know, um, I, I don't look back and say, oh, man, what a waste of my, you know, early, early adulthood. No, man, th that was amazing. Uh, it, right. The lessons that I learned have helped me be who I am today. And uh, I, that's awesome. I, I agree with you 110% there. Look, when I, when I say about blessings, right. Um, you know, my family, I, I'm, dude, I just turned 50. I'm 50 years old, right? You look good, and, man. And thank you. I, I had my first, my, my first son four, almost four years ago, right? So when I was younger, you know, my 20s, I'm like, everyone's having kids. When am I going to have my family, mm -hmm. right? When am I, I'm, I'm missing out on all this stuff. You know, I had to miss out a lot because I was taking care of myself. Yeah. Right. I didn't have a father or mother to help me really get through what I was going through. It was a guessing game for me. Right. Mm -hmm. And then I'm like, when am I going to have a family? When am I going to have a, the, the wife that I always wanted? And guess what, man? God blessed me like eight years ago with my wife and then my mm -hmm. children mm -hmm. in my late mid to late 40s. Mm -hmm. So your they're blessings are going to come. Right. Thank you. They're going to thank you very much. And they're going to come. Not on your timetable. Yeah. Right. They're going to come on. The big man's timetable, right? That's right. And, and it's it's just it's it's amazing that it seems like God has given me lost time back. Mm. You know what I mean? It's like absolutely. I know I know you didn't have this back then, but I'm giving it to you now. Right. That's good. So 
it's awesome. Yeah, that's awesome, man. Well, Steve, it's been it's been a real treat to have you on the podcast, and um, absolutely, I appreciate the opportunity to speak with you. Yes, sir. I hope and somebody gets a message. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they do, but I'm just saying, you know, I hope yeah. someone grasps me in this. Ab- absolutely, and um, you know, I, it's really. Uh, you know, I, I've, I've said it a bunch, but I just want to you know, wrap up the show by saying that um, in my book, anyway, which I don't know how important that is, but in my book, uh, man, you are just, you define servant leadership. You know, and I think of, I get thinking, man, who do I bring? And Steve Cerna, Steve Cerna. And I just, I really appreciate you for, uh, you know, being who you've been, being true to yourself. I, I, I witnessed, I mean, maybe I didn't know every detail, but I witnessed you in some of those hard seasons and times in your your life. But man, you you never let those seasons uh, stop you from from being a servant, from speaking life into me personally, of encouraging, of giving me a job, you know, to have some money and help me get through college. And and uh, and if I can say something, if I can add something to that, yes, sir. Just when you just when you're ready to quit the doors open up boom mm. right yeah absolutely. and then all of a sudden you're in the next level mm. and you're working hard and all of a sudden it's getting really tough and you're ready to and all of a sudden the doors open up again yeah. right and you know i learned this from bishop uh t jakes mm-hmm. lots of people quit they, they stop where they're going they stop that journey and and, and they're like i'm never going to get there i'm not you're like you're 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 defying your you're you're canceling out your blessings when you say that. Mm-hmm. You know, God's like, oh, I was about to give that to you, but you quit. Yeah. Right. It's okay to stop for a minute, you know, but then get back up and then start moving again. All right, Absolutely. Well, thank you, Steve, for being on the show. Everybody who's listening, thanks for tuning in. If you're enjoying this content. Uh, I want to ask you to just reach out to us. Let us know. We're on YouTube. We're on all of the listening platforms, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, you name it. We're out there. So reach out to us. Let us know. Like and subscribe. Again, uh, it was such a pleasure to have Steve Cerna, the owner and founder of Cerna Associates. And uh, what a great episode today. Yeah, and you can find us on YouTube as well. Thanks for inviting me. Yeah, go, go. If you need uh, if you need any of those types of services, and you're you know talk to Steve, man, he's all over the place. He's, he's, you'll, yeah, you'll see my family on YouTube as well, man. We have a good time. Awesome, we do. <laughs>